Oh, give God a hand, praise. Hallelujah. How many love Jesus this morning? I want you to, if you have your Bibles, to go to Genesis 12. And we're going to read verse 1 through 3. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. I'm going to speak from the subject this morning. The blessing in honor. The blessing in honor. How many enjoyed Mother's Day? Hallelujah. How many learned something that was an awakening to you about honor? I want to start, stay on this track. There are some things that I want us to understand that if we can get how many of you know that God has his way of doing a thing? And it doesn't always take 40 years to try to get to a promise if you know the way. If you know the what? There's a way to obtain what you're trying to do. There's a way. There's a way. There's a what? There's a way. And, and, and a lot of times what you go through is trying to help you to interpret how God is trying to get you to understand the way. You don't have to fight the way you fight. You don't have to struggle the way you struggle. You don't have to die inside the way you die inside. God is giving you a way out. There is a way out. It's a way. There's a way. And how many of you know the way that you're choosing is still the way? No, no, no. You're never without a choice. It's still a way. But it's a way of destruction that wants to kill, steal, and destroy what God has designed. If, if it wasn't to kill, steal, and destroy, watch this, watch this. Why is it hurting you? Mm. Why does it hurt? If it wasn't there to destroy, why? If it wasn't a way, why is it hurting? Okay? It wouldn't hurt if that was your ordained way. Come on, come, no, no, no. We're going to think this morning. You're not going to excuse out of music. Listen, it hurts. The fact that it hurts shows that something is fighting against the currency of who you're called to be. There's a currency of who you're designed to be. And if it was easy, seamless, that means that your way was in agreement with it, the way. Okay? At ease, when I'm at ease, if I'm at ease, the Bible says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you, if I know it, I should be made free. I, I, I don't have a struggle. I don't have contention. I, I don't have, there is no battle. I don't have a battle there should not be the battle. so the battle is proving that that my way is not it's against a way and we have to learn the way we have to do you know the enemy the enemy is a liar how many of you know he's a liar how many of you know he's a liar no he he's a liar you, no, no, no. you, you got to learn to hate lies no, 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 no. 
you got to learn to hate you say you know one thing people learn we learn hate wrong you hate the wrong stuff God allowed you to hate one thing you ready he you need to hear this don't ever hate people you'll make the greatest mistake of your life don't ever hate people don't ever hate people ever 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 this is why because if you at hating people you miss another hate and if you would have got the prerequisite of hate you wouldn't have hated the person so you've been missing the prerequisites of what you're supposed to hate that got you hating people the Bible gave you permission to hate one thing you ready that which is wrong so God has to build a hatred in you for what's wrong he have to build a hatred for lies how many of you don't like lies no no see 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 in the world you know I know the truth no no I like the truth no 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 you got to make sure you hate lies do you really hate lie I, have a hatred for liars Amen. lying lying things things that 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 doesn't give the answer you got to wrestle with those things within you stop living with the lie and wrestle with it wrestle with it wrestle nobody told you you had to live with the lie wrestle with it who told you you had to keep the lie my church told me that no wrestle with it everybody listen 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 don't don't go churchy on me listen 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 i'm prescribing you away wrestle with that which is against what god is trying to teach you and show you about you you've given the lie ease and you've given god a hard time don't give the lie ease you give you give the lie ease of access and you give god a hard time and he's trying to save you so this morning I want to help you break the lie that has caused you the trouble because you thought you had to keep it you think you have to keep it and rebellion has taught you to rebel so you say what are we getting to freedom you will know the truth you will know the how many of you know wherever you are not free you don't know the truth Can I say that one more time? Wherever you are not what? You don't have the truth. There are things that are true that doesn't mean that it's truth. Okay? There are things that are what? True. That don't mean that you know the truth. Because if I knew the truth, I will have the freedom. And in freedom, when I'm made free, when I'm made free, I'm no longer under bondage. And I'm also no longer under the tutors because now I became the government of ownership of a truth. Y'all tracking with me? Y'all tracking with me? 
So, so you have to understand, what are you trying to know? What, what are you believing? You, you think you need money. <laughs> You're looking for resources. I can give you resources 10 times over. You're still going to be looking. Because resources in the hand of the person who don't know the truth will lose it every time. And they don't learn, watch this, the process of learning which is giving. Stop getting so familiar. When we're going to read the scripture and sit down, stop it. Listen. You're so churchy. You have to understand your lack of freedom is because you haven't learned to give. And the reason why you haven't learned to give is because you haven't learned how to be a good recipient. Mm. You haven't learned to receive right. The best givers are those who are free. The best givers are those who are what? Free. Those who are in bondage, you watch them. They don't give. They take. They take. They suck. They take. And, 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 and because we are called to give, the temptation is to think that you are freeing them. But if you keep giving them and you don't teach them to give, they will never learn. They will never learn. They will never learn. They will never learn. They won't learn. They won't learn. They won't learn. They got to learn to give. The prophet Kate, the woman only had a little. And the, before I can fix your problem, I need whatever you have. Give me your last. This was not about taking your stuff. It was about teaching you. It was about what? teaching you it wasn't like, no 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 what, what do we not give no 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 give keep giving keep giving but in your giving you got to teach them because if they you keep giving you're giving into a broken vessel it's a broken it they don't learn like that the principle of giving has to be activated I'm gonna let you have a seat I, I wanted you to honor the moment the principle of giving has to be what? Activated. You know, some of us as preachers, we got so much locked up in us because there's so many lies. Sometimes you don't know which one to deal with first because we're so compromised. So you're going to learn to honor. And I'm going to show you where the devil has been lying to you. <laughs> I'm going to show you where the devil has been what? He's been lying to you. <laughs> the reason why he wants to make sure that you keep the lie, watch this, is because when he tries to use the palities against you, you don't have principles, which is the word of God against him. Because where there's no order, it can't, it's not proof of righteousness. There's no proof of, there's no stamp of righteousness. Okay? So I have to teach you how to honor so you can get in order. I have to teach you what? So you can get what? So, so and we're going to learn the first instruction 
and I'm going to show you where the lie is. I'm going to show you why you struggle so much. Because you don't realize what you're dealing with. And some of it didn't start with you. Y'all ready? All right, stay to your feet as we read the scriptures. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And it reads, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family. Get out where? From your family. Now don't start thinking. You think you know what the scripture is saying that you're thinking. Okay? Stay with me. And from your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will what? He will do what? Get out, and I'm going to show you something. Okay? I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who... Oh. <laughs> the law of reciprocity. I'm going to bless those not when they have a need. Hmm. I got to teach y'all the art of bless. See, because you got to understand the different types of giving. There's the giving that you just give, but there's the law of giving. Hmm. We got to get down there, bro. Okay. I will bless those, which means sometime where you put your money is what you're, you're resating back. The law of reciprocity. You give it, you, you, you're getting what you gave. Okay. All right. All right. I will make your name great. I, will, I, I shall bless. I will bless those who what? And I will curse him who? And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 12. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family. Get out. You may be seated. I'm sorry. I, I've had my notes and I start reading it thinking it's a scripture. <laughs> Somebody say, I got to get out first. I got to get out first. Come on, say, I got to get out. I got to get out. I got to get out. I have to get out. You have to do what? You got to get out. And, and, and I'm not talking about physically first. I got to learn how to get out spiritually. Get out. If I ask you, the foundation of where you come from, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much in honor and order was there according to the word of God? Now, if I ask you that and you give me a number, that means your number is based on your maturity of what you understand. Yeah, I think we're about a 7. I think we're about a 5. According to your understanding. Well, how do you know that? Well, we went to church on Sunday and we went to church on Wednesday and we paid our tithes. I don't think you heard my question. So, so, so our, our relationship with understanding the laws of God is always based on the outskirts of a thing. It's never on the inskirt of a thing. 
God wants us to understand that for me to get you to the promise that I promised you that came through the promise of your forefathers, I have to make sure that my name is within your name. That what I am in my word is within who you are. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I, you're Abram right now. You're Abram. But I'm going to bless you, Abram, but I need you to get out of your father's house, get out of the country, which means get out of the world that you're used to. Get out of that familiar world that you're used to. Most of you, if I lined you up, I can still smell the world that you come from. Okay? I can still see, I can still see the tendencies of where you come from, the bits of where you come. I can still, the whole arena. You might have tried to fight against it, but even your fighting against it makes you go with it. Leave your country, leave your father's house the one that institute the governing factors of how you're going to live leave it leave it leave it well I didn't have a father well whoever governed that house leave leave it but don't leave it only physically I need you to leave the mentality leave the mentality leave it leave it leave the what because you don't realize until I can teach you how to escape it, you're going to keep living out of the confines of a daily matter. You keep thinking that you are doing something that you're not actually doing. Let me teach you about the spirit realm for a second. Y'all ready? Let me teach you about the spirit realm for a second. Nothing that's happening in your life is on by mistake. Okay? This is the problem. You think everything in your life is a mistake. Wrong. Somebody set it up. If I can have dreams, if men of God, of people that God give permission to, can have dreams about accidents, about things that happen ahead of time, and we can look at it, it means that somebody set it up. Somebody set the thing up. If you can cancel a assignment, that means that something was a setup. Something was a what? So who set it up? You thought on this day, this time, this place, you thought it was an accident. It wasn't an accident. It was something called an assignment. I knew it was going to get quiet. Because we don't know the spirit realm. So this is why when we're talking and we can't play church anymore, saints. The devil don't care if you play church. Things are going to happen wrong. He don't care. You can shout all you want. If you don't come into the spirit of a thing to escape the flesh, you won't get it. The Bible says that he's made a ways of escaping the realm of the world. And the only way we can escape is going the way that God has designed us to go. Can you say amen? How many ever seen something come ahead of time and you changed what you was about to do? Now, the problem is you might think that was a mistake of what was coming. Because you wasn't spiritual enough to have preemptive sight ahead of time. So any gap, think about it. Well, I'm an intercessor, but you don't even know what's coming ahead of time. You know what an intercessor is? But what are you gapping? 
if you don't know what's about to happen. Okay, all right, okay. How can I gap something that I don't understand? And then if I'm gathering it, what am I doing? I'm making sure that a destiny is not being turned the wrong way. So the way is always turning me to the way that God designed it. When I'm not in the divine design that God has turned it, I'm by default turned in the way I shouldn't go. Okay, so leave. The first principle you got to learn to do anything before you mature in the things of God. First, the first one is learning to leave where you come from. Which means you got to wrestle. You got to what? You know what the problem is? You haven't wrestled with where you come from. You know why you handle money like that? Because you haven't wrestled with it. You know why you handle relationships like that? Because you haven't wrestled with it. You know why you handle people like that? Because you haven't wrestled with it. You haven't wrestled with the right wrestling you need to wrestle with. Before I became who I am and growing to be, how much did I have to wrestle with? Why do not what people do? Why do I do what I do? Why do I do it like that? In marriage. Uh-oh, I'm going to mess with your marriage people. See, when you're single, the, old, the reason things are revealed only in, in when you're around people, in community, in fellowship. And marriage is right in your face. It's like you're, it's a mirror showing you you. And you can't escape it. Y'all got quiet. What happened? How many of you feel like that? I, I can't escape this. I, they know the in, the out, the bad, the good. Everything. I was laughing at my wife when she told y'all uh, during our marriage uh, 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 event. I said, when my husband get home, he don't want me to speak in tongues. He's not looking for intercessory prayer. <laughs> y'all like, pastor, I thought pastor prayed all day, lie. <laughs> I already did that. Why well, I need you to do that? I need you to be a wife. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? See, you, 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 you're messing up the formula. <laughs> you know, the heavens are opening. No, 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 they, they already open. I need a plate of food and a beautiful wife. That's why the people are messed up today. Y'all want your anointed woman. I want the one that can preach the house down. And you a preacher too? You need to consider some things. Because of both of y'all preaching. Okay. Because she going to tell you about her God and what she feel. She's fasting right now, brother. I know this. I'm sorry. I'm talking to the church. I, 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 I know. I'm talking to the five. That's all. I just need five. I just need five. I don't need everybody else. Yeah, we, we got a wrong mentality. Our mentality is always not through the lens of how God see a thing. Leave your house. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. And most of you, you got to learn to leave. You're living out of a cycle. I want you to go with me to Deuteronomy. I want you to go to Exodus, excuse me, Exodus 25. 
Exodus 25. You ready? You shall not bow down to them who or serve them. Now he's talking about anything that's not according to what God has declared. Okay? For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. He's a what? Jealous God. He visits the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the what? Third and which generation are you in? Okay. The third and what? Fourth generation of those who hate me. Those who what? Now, I know you're trying to preach in your mind. Well, I, you know, I, I, I don't have a generational curse. See, you don't understand something. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The visitation of where you come from is always prominent. It's always, it's already active. It's already what? Active. So your daddy, daddy, daddy stuff is active. Your mama, mama, mama stuff is active. Whether you like it or want it or not. What you're trying to say is if I get in a posture and a position, I now don't have to deal with what was active. Okay? But on ground, it's active, baby. It's active. I can see that attitude. I can see that thing that you do. That, that, that is the stronghold. But because you keep trying to fight it with your scriptures, okay, you're trying to fight it with your how many know what the scriptures are for? What are the scriptures for? You know the difference between our Christianity and other religions? Y'all ready? You want to know the difference? We read the scriptures, but we don't worship the scriptures. See, that's the problem. We don't even know that. That's why you don't know which religion is right or wrong. We read them. We don't worship them. The scriptures, the Bible says, is for what? Edification, reproof, righteousness, training, doctrine. It didn't say it was life. It said the words that I speak, they are spirit. So God is not your scriptures. You were supposed to interpret the scriptures based on your God. You do the opposite. So what happens is when there's a stronghold of a generational cycle, you try to use scriptures against it, but relationally you're out of balance. Okay? So I don't have the relationship strong enough to deal with this thing. But I'm trying to throw scriptures at it. But how many of you know strongholds don't listen to your scriptures? They listen to the scriptures that is written within you. Okay, all right, all right, all right. They listen to the what? They're not hearing your scriptures because you quote them. They're listening to the ones that you're walking through in you. They're listening to the ones that you learn to exercise within you. They're listening to the ones that got the gift stirring because the water is moving. Tell somebody, let the water move. Let the water move. How many of y'all have a pool in your house? How many of y'all have a pool? Glory. All right, we got some pools in here. How many of you know how much it costs to keep the water from looking? No, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. It, it, dead water gets nasty. Oh, Y'all got to hear me. <laughs> I, I didn't know this about pools. It was so interesting. The, the, the man was cleaning our pool, and I'm looking at this water like, 
what is water? What you would think water? You would think water is water. What would the like? What made water? It's it's pure. It's it's water. Like I, I, I'm sitting looking at the pool green, and I'm like, I don't get it. So you gotta shock the water. You need substance to shock it, to keep it active. It gotta move. And if it's stale, it gets dirty. Are y'all tracking with me? I'm talking about pure water. I'm looking at it. Who knew you have to manage water so much? The management of purity. Oh God. The management of water. And it's expensive. Sorry, that was my part. <laughs> Tablets and chlorine. It's water. I look at the water like, how did you get dirty? You're just water. Because water that's not moving is dead. And if it doesn't get it shocked periodically, <laughs> if it doesn't get spiked periodically, it gets stale. When it's not moving, it can't function. It's stagnant. It, 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 it gets dirty. And many Christians, we have the water, but it's it's stagnant. It's 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 green. It's it's all kinds of stuff in it. And God is trying to quicken you with a shock. He's trying to quicken you with. Come on, He needs to put some chlorine. He's trying to clarify your life with some chlorine. You need some spiritual chlorine. Tell somebody I need some spiritual chlorine. I need some spiritual chlorine. I got some 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 green stuff that's been active in the side of me, active in this room. I need some spiritual chlorine. What they call the tablets. Now I need the tablets. I need some shock and some chlorine. I need the chlorine, but I need the shock. Shock me first and then keep me the word to purify. I got to keep it moving. Water, not moving, gets nasty. Even though it's pure. You have to understand that God has designed a way for your progress and your prosperity in every area of your life. And when God designed his family, he wanted them to understand how to obtain the blessing and live like him. That's why he said, when you have the mind of Christ, do not count it robbery. Jesus didn't count it robbery to be made in the image of God. He had the mind of what? Christ. And he did not count it what? Robbery. You know what counted robbery means? That I feel like I'm separate from God. So every time I get a blessing, I got to excuse myself from the blessing to show that that was God and not me. But I am of him. So why do I need to excuse what I'm of? That's a person who is still dealing with adolescent misunderstanding of what God designed his children to be. I don't apologize for the blessing. Because you want to accept the curse. You got to be careful. Some of us are victims of our people around us. 
You're victims of your environment. That's why I said leave it. You're victims of your friendships. He let leave it. Everybody talk the same. Everybody believe the same. Everybody thinks the same. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. You just had a God thought. As soon as you went around that familiar spirit, you lost the God thought. You keep losing things. Be careful. Don't let people curse you out of your blessing. I don't allow people to curse me, my family. I'll, that's your life. That's your world. Don't put your world on mine. Don't No, just because you don't do that like that. You don't have that. Don't make me you. If you want to understand it, let's under. Don't put me in your box. And the temptation of poverty in the spirit and poverty in the flesh is people thinking that they box everything according to their deficit. That's why they think because they're broke, everybody's broke. Or they have to excuse themselves of how everybody's broke. Because if they have to face reality, it's too hard. You hear me? So you got to understand what God is trying to get you to face. Can you say amen? But you got to leave first. Are you willing to leave? Are you willing to leave? How many know you can be in your mom and daddy house, but you still left? Oh, God. Some, see, 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 the problem why you can't handle their house because you haven't left. How many ever saw it was wise that I need to be at mama's house? I, ain't, I don't need to be spending more money. See, y'all, we, we, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. Again. Some of y'all need to be at mama's house. because you, you don't have no management principles yet. But because you can't handle the house, is already proven that you haven't left. Because of your money, you're so prideful that you can't settle yourself to build. Talking about ethnicity, everybody can do it. Not us. We can't work together. Everybody got to be the king. Everybody got to be the king. Everybody got to be the queen. It starts out, we're going to just share everything. That's a lie from hell. Because one day, the first day, you done slept at 10 o'clock and everybody out there at 6 o'clock. Because you didn't have the discipline. You have to understand God is trying to get you out of your father's house first. So you can assess what you've learned. Can you say amen? Let's get into it. Now, go to James 4, 4 through 6. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is an enmity with what? It's enmity with God. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself a what? An enemy of God. Well, I thought we were supposed to be friends with the world so we can save them. You need to understand. Whoever wants to be a friend it makes him himself an enemy of God. Five. Or do you think that the scripture is saying then, that the spirit who dwells in us yawns jealously. But he gives more grace. He gives more grace. He gives more grace to who? The, the humble. God resists the proud, but he gives more grace to the? Who does he resist? The proud, but gives more grace to who? Now, I want you to understand something. When you befriend the world, what you usually do is the precepts of your ways 
reject knowledge. So you're actually proud. That's why you don't have an ear to hear. Are you hearing me? See, many of us are still in our way. You want to do it your this generation, everything we do in our way, and we throw scriptures around like it's 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 Candyland. We do it what? And we want to hear the preacher, but when the preacher says the way, we still go our way. Because you thought the preacher was saying it for a some kind of religious thing. You didn't understand doing it your way, you're gonna fail anyway. So why waste time? Anytime you do it your way, you're going to fail. So that's why it's better to do it the right way. Can you say amen? God resists the who? Proud. He gives grace to who? Now, the question is, because I know you don't want to be pride. I don't think nobody want to be pride. prideful. What's pride? Uh, pride is a feeling of deep pleasure, satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. Okay? Your own achievement. Okay? Pride causes people to uphold. This is what it causes people to do, to uphold unjust systems and cliches of societal norms. Okay? Which is not the word of God. Let me tell you some things pride does. Pride leads us to make statements and believe they have answers without principle tools. This is what prideful people do. You ready? Prideful people make statements and believe they have the answer without principle tools, which means they don't get it right, but they always think they got the answer and they always get the wrong answer. But they always talk like they got the answer. Okay. Number two, they seek recognition to exalt themselves. So they always pointing everything back to themselves of what they can do, but they never assess what God is trying to have a conversation about to them to do. Okay. Number three, they treat others unfairly, which means they have wrong judgments. They judge wrong. They're always talking, but they're always judging wrong. The Bible says uh, uh, judgment without mercy is unwise. And actually, it's an abomination. Okay? Which means you're judging, but you don't really know what you're judging. So you're living something you keep judging that you don't even realize. Okay. All right. Number four, they speak consistently without listening. I knew it was going to be quiet. I, 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 you know, they speak what? They never listen. They'll go to the person they're asking for help and talk the whole time. <laughs> did you come here for help or did you come to talk? That's pride. You came to get what? I mean, one time I tell a woman, ma'am, just slow down. You came in with a problem. And now you got people following you in this problem. And the, you sit here 30 minutes telling me how God is the head and not the tail. He's above and not beneath. Ma'am, be quiet. Be quiet. That's your problem. You thinking because you're giving me scriptures is making me act like you're spiritual. Why do you? I don't need to know you. You have a problem. Religion is a yoke. It lies to you about you. You're talking, but you come in with a problem. You waste 30 minutes of my time. You wasted my time because you're telling me what you want to feel about yourself. 
If I'm a spiritual person, don't you know what I'm, don't you know I see where you're at? Because I'm kind, I didn't cut you off. But that's the pride. That's pride. Okay, I'm giving you the definition of what that is. That's called pride. So before I even can fix a situation, before you as a disciple can fix a situation, you have to help a person be humble because they're not humble yet. The reason why they even got that far, they've never been humble. You think they need an answer right away to their problem. That's not what they need. Because if you answer their problem, you're gonna, they're going to call you again to give them, book them another hotel room without knowledge. And when you book that one, they're going to find a way to make sure you pay for their car note. Y'all look offended. What's going on? Huh? See, the problem is poverty in your mind. It's pride. It's religious pride. It's religious pride. If I have such a problem, it's one thing to build yourself up in the word. But if you're really building yourself up in the word, you should have substance with that word. And substance come with the fruit of the spirit. So you, you, you would have known by the spirit to be quiet and learn. You would have known, not guess. You would have known to be quiet, ask the right question, and start getting feedback. Save the time. But you spent the time talking about what you were. And now you, you if, if, if you're not careful with deep pride, you might not even get an answer. Because not everybody's required to take you out of that struggle like that. Especially of that level of pride. Can you say amen? Somebody say he resists the proud. He give grace to the humble. Pride keeps telling you what you want to do, not what God wants to do. That's why this generation, we do everything we want to do, the way we want to do it. Adultery, out, the, out of control. We talk with it as if it's a part of who we are. Okay? Cohabitation. It's like it's normal. It's like it's what? I know, I know you're not going to like me, it's, but it's so normal. It's normal. It's so normal that we don't even notice that it's, it's kind of like, but it's just what we do. Okay? There's so much normalization of bewitchment. It's a bewitchment. The Bible, who has bewitched you? After starting in the spirit, now you're going to be made conformed in the flesh. And we see people like that and you keep blessing them. You keep blessing them. If you bless them while they're activated after being a curse, you're causing yourself to get into something that you don't understand. I don't bless your mess. I put you on track so you can come into a blessing. Can you say amen? But I want to help you. I just have to bring context to help you understand but I want you to understand how to break it because the rebellion is in you came from your household and you don't even know it. The way you handle relationships has nothing to do about the relationship, has everything to do with how you handle and understand your mother and your father. Your interpretation of how you interpret your mother and your father is determining how you handle every relationship from there.
which means you think you can get away from them and keep handling everything else right, wrong. Jesus established order for honor, honor for order, excuse me, honor for what? So how do you break the first order and try to get everything else in order when your order is wrong because you, okay. The principle of first always going to kick in. The principle of what is always going to what? So God will assess. The God in you assesses. If I don't like certain things, even if I don't understand it right, because remember, when we talk about honor, honor is not respect. Because, see, when you need respect, when somebody disrespects you, you go disrespect. When you have honor, you don't need respect for honor. Because honor is not something you do more than it is who you are first. Honor is about who you are. It's the spirit of honor. It's the what? So honor is a spirit. It's called the spirit of honor. And you cannot respect people properly because, see, real respect should derive from honor. Real respect should what? Derive from what? Honor. But until I understand honor, I'm one disrespect away based on how you treat me. I'm what? I'm one disrespect away for how you, depending on how you what? Okay. So where is the disrespect coming from? Number one, you don't understand, watch this, your father in your mother's house. I'm telling you to leave it so you can stop being of it, and then I'm going to teach you about it. Because if I don't teach you about it, watch this, whatever you're about to try to fix in your house, you don't have no information. So how in the world are you going to build your children's children and teach them the word, put it on your doorpost, put it in your mind, put it on your heart, and you don't even know what happened to yours? It's interesting how Christians want to set theirs up, but you don't even know what happened to yours? What was the misfire, misconstruction of what happened to you? That's why God is saying, I need you to leave it spiritually, leave it. And I'm going to teach you the origins of the way I thought about it. And when I teach you the origin, the way I thought about it, watch this. I'm going to give you the principles and the mercy you need for honor. And when you learn to honor the way I taught you to see, watch this. You can break away from the generational pattern that's on ground. The reason why many of you are still struggling, because you're trying to use something that you don't understand. That altar can only be broken if you push through and break through the veil. You haven't broken through the veil. You haven't broken through the veil. You haven't broken through the veil. You think like your daddy used to think. You think like your mama used to think. You haven't broken through the veil. That lust that's on you, you didn't know your granddaddy had it. Oh, you thought you started that? Oh, no. I follow on the ground generations. You thought the way you think like that, how you handle money, you look at it. As much as you get a raise, it's gone. You don't even know why. You don't know where it went. Where it go? Gone. I, I don't even know. How many of you ever just didn't know where your money went? You're like, I don't even know where it went. And we want to put you over finances? Uh-oh, let me look straight. Let me look straight. Let me look straight. 
You don't know where it went. So it just gets away from you. And this is the one that's battling to be over the financial. It just gets away from you. See, it used to get away from me. That's why I let my wife handle that. <laughs> it just get away from you. I don't know. <laughs> Where's your money? I, I, I just don't know. It just gets lost. <laughs> see, 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 you don't understand. There's no management. There's no stewardship. So why would God give you something that you can't even steward now? The curse has permission to attack on ground. So why are you asking me about freedom and you're still on ground? I know this is, this is, no, 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 no. We got to get here quickly because we, we got to stop wasting time. Let's go quickly. Why are you asking me about freedom and you're on ground? There is nowhere I can show you how to win on the ground. Which means I have to find a way to get that pride out of you so you can honor the way. It's not, what's this, what's this? The word is not hard. That's not what we're battling though. We're battling the pride of the rebellion that we come from that we don't understand. Because that rebellion became my rebellion to the disorder and the dishonor of a house. Because this is still a house. And you don't dishonor a house without the dishonoring of a house so one dishonor always leads to another dishonor and the dishonor is proof of a disorder and a disorder is proof that rebellion has been established okay so how many y'all tracking with me this is like a bible study stop thinking you're on sunday service to make you think let's let's talk honor is always the first principle because without it, you can't establish order. Okay? You can't what? This is why parents, I want you to listen to me. If you have any children, you never want your children to put you on the shelf. We have shelf parents today. Y'all know what shelf parents are? You know what a shelf parent is? Because they already know what you do and who you are and how you're going to respond, they just shelf you. You ever been to a library, you never touched those books and it's dusty? <laughs> it's just been on the shelf for years. They never pull it out to read it. So they don't read you based on the word. They already shelved you. And the reason why they shelved you, because sometimes we're locked in our own house. Tell somebody, I'm coming off the shelf. I'm coming off the shelf. I don't care how old you are. You, don't, you can come off that shelf. I don't care what you've been through. You can come off that shelf. I don't care what transpired with your children. You can come off that shelf. Don't ever let them shelf. I'm very cognizant. I don't want my children to shelf me. So that's why I got to make sure that I look like God every time the best way I can. I want to sound like God the best. I don't want to justify anything. Because I said, if I justify it and they see it's wrong, they're going to start shelfing. They start closing the scriptures. They start closing the answers. And many of you, you don't listen because you've shelved them. Okay? Now, the goal 
It's not, because you can't make nobody teach you anything or change. You can't make them change. You can't what? But honor says, I don't have to open their book, but I at least can hold it as a point of honor. As a what? A point of contact of honor. Somebody said it's spiritual. It's spirit. Y'all got to understand this thing is spiritual. It's spiritual. How many of y'all felt like you had a matriarch in your family? Why do y'all call him a matriarch? A patriarch, God. The one that the one that that prays. How many of y'all have had that one that prays? Everybody always say this. It's like you don't know them. He said the one that keeps the family together. Okay, so quick, 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 quick question. Quick question. You ever thought, why do you say that? And and what is it that they're using to do that? Have you, have you ever thought of that? You, you never thought of that. See, see, the, the, the reason why, because you don't understand that these things are spiritual. You know, my grandfather, before he died, this, this, I, I, I never talked to him like that. But before he died, for some reason, he kept wanting to call me. He kept wanting to what? I'm like, man, I, no, I love him. I, you know, whatever you want. But why do you want to talk to him? You never wanted to talk. It, but no, no, it was a different type of talk. It was as if he was giving me license to what was wrong he did to say, hey, keep going. Even when there was rejection of the family, it was like, surprisingly, the one who was the biggest eye cast would say, you, you, you got something. I mean, how did you, out of everybody, I thought you'd been cursing me out now. But something in him, <laughs> something in him, and he told me, I didn't even tell him the family, he told me something. He said, keep going, you're carrying something. And it, it, it's, God showed me something in the realm of the spirit of generational patterns. My grandmother, when I see her, that prayer life, see, people dishonor. You know, you're religious, you this, you that. You don't, you're missing it. I don't care how religious bone, whatever it was, she kept everything going. You better, yeah. what is God saying? She still hears God. See, watch this, watch this, watch this. Because she's not the one to stick just to religious ideals. She's going to pray about it. She's going to. So, so you got to understand spiritual language. Because the outcome of what's happening in your life is determined by the spiritual setup of your life. Somebody say there's a spiritual setup. God is trying to set you up to win. The devil trying to set you up to lose. Can you say amen? Okay. Let's get to the meat of this. Somebody say, I got to get rid of pride. Somebody say, no more pride. Principles is how you honor. Principles is how you honor. Knowing God is how you what? Honor. And we, we're not just going to respect, we're going to learn honor. Somebody say learning honor. Uh, Ephesians 6, 1 through 4, watch this. 
Children, obey your parents of the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment. It's the what? Which commandment? First commandment of with the with the what? So where the promise is with the what? First command. The promise is with the what? So if you violate the first command, oh. If you violate the first, you, you violate the, it, it's so interesting. Believers want to talk about everything else except the thing that actually gets them ahead. You violate the promise. Watch this. Keep reading. That it may be well with you and you may live alone, long on the earth. Somebody say, I want to live long. So, so this is why you have to understand and have relational authority with God. So you can learn to have relationship with what God desires. So you can be merciful. Somebody say, be merciful. What's killing you right now is something that you believe that's a lie. Because you thought because it was established that you had to live from it. God is saying now, watch this, because you are saved, you are saved now. You don't have to live under the toolship of the curse. Now, I'm going to deal with you in accordance to your own sins or salvation. But you're going to struggle if you don't learn how to stay in the spirit with me above all those principalities and powers from your forefathers if you don't get off the ground. How many of you ever was in the spirit and you saw yourself different? How many was out of the spirit and you believed your last name more than anything? I, I, I just believe like this. I just do it like that. I just... now, now, the problem is you didn't identify that you're thinking like that. And if you're not identifying that's what you're thinking and doing, that shows that you haven't left. You haven't what? You've got to leave and cleave to God. Because I'm making you a new nation. This curse that you break it is going to bless your children's children. It's going to bless your. Because you learn to honor. Because you learn to what? There's never a disrespect with a co-worker before it was a disrespect with your mama. Before it was a disrespect with your dad. Are y'all tracking with me? I will track it. I can track it. There's a spiritual tracking device. Watch this. You did that behavior with this person.
Wrestle with how you handle money. Wrestle with how you believe about your relationship. Wrestle with how you look at your parents. Wrestle with it. And in the wrestling, you got to learn to bring the word above what you're wrestling with. Because until you love that, uh, that constitution of who they are, you'll never love everything that derives from that. Are y'all tracking with me? I'm going to give you one last thing. I want you to go with me really quickly to Genesis 17, 4 through 9. Genesis 17, 4 through 9. Actually, I'm so sorry. I want you to go to 2 Thessalonians 2 through 9, 9 through 10. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 10. We're going to do a substitute. How many of you know when you lack honor, there is a proof of obligationary submission? Because usually we're in positional respect versus relational honor. We're in what? Positional what? Respect versus relational honor. Because this generation do lack so many fathers, do you understand what a father's supposed to be? Okay, come on, let's, let's go down here. I, I know why it's quiet. We, 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 we got to deal with these things. You can shout over this stuff all you want. You can't get free. You will shout over it, shout over it. You won't get free. Until you know how God designed a man to be, you can't put him where your daddy messed up. How can you pay where you know where the price is? If you don't know where the deficit is, how can you pay with Christ? Are y'all checking with me? If you don't know what mama was supposed to do, how can you put Christ there to pay it? Be merciful, he said. Have mercy on them. Okay? Forgive their debt. Forgive their what? Is it a debt? Is it a debt? What is a debt? Something that's what? Something that's owed to you. It's what? So whatever you're thinking, you might be right. The problem is you're using the rebellion towards right, wrong. You're using the rebellion towards what? Which means you might be right, but because you haven't allowed God to pay it, you're about to look at it wrong. Okay? And if you look at it wrong, guess what you're about to do? You're about to reinforce it. So you have to understand, honor has to be first. Because honor shows if you're an honorable person or are you just a respectful person? <laughs> are you an honorable person? Or you just respect people? 
How many of you know honor, honor, honor is who you are? No, no, no. You honor? You're an honorable person. Can we test it? Can, can we test if you're an honorable person? Because honor doesn't need your respect. I don't need a parent to be right if I'm walking in righteousness. Okay? So God has to teach you truth. Because what you keep thinking you are is called pride. You're not what you think you are. But yet, but you're about to become in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Somebody say, I'm about to become. Get out of pride. You're lying to yourself. You're not where you are. Don't tell me you're still mad with this, but you're honorable. You're not honorable. You're respectful. You're respectful. You're respectful. You're respectful. Let's have a family gathering. Y'all want to have a family gathering? We're going to really see the difference between honor and respect. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. No, no, no. I, I know what you... See, see, see you, you want to talk about the promise. But how can I tell you about the promise if you can't even forgive? Okay. Why would I want to have a conversation with you about a promise that you can't hold because you can't forgive? It's a waste of time. We're wasting your time. You know, don't go to another prophet class. Go to a heart development class. Most of us were wasting time. You want every class on your spiritual gift. God will show you your gift if you get your heart right. That's why I don't spend a lot of time on it. People think something wrong with me. Like he's not the pastor that he's not the pastor that can show you how to how to how to. No, no, no. no. That I, I can show you a lot of stuff. But if I see that's what not what you need. You need another heart class. You need a heart class. Your condition is leaking. And that condition, it may be coming because you didn't do it first, but I got to teach you how to get off ground out of the rebellion maybe of what happened in the curse. Because wherever the first construction, where they missed the word, the devil had permission to attack you. The permission of things that are attacking was permission, maybe not from you. Remember, he's in Deuteronomy. God allowed the curse to go and he even said, because your forefathers rejected knowledge, I must reject you and your children. So which means the curse has a rejected mechanism to it. So when you feel rejection, that means you're still on ground. And you're trying to do everything to fix yourself. What must I do? What must I do? Everything is about what must I do? Okay, and then you're trying to fix everything. If you want to fix it, but you're on, you're on ground trying to fix it. Well, if I work, if I make more money, if I do it like this, everything is, you're busy. You're busy. Five years later, things still showing you. Oh, I got to do something else. You're busy, you're busy, you're, but God is trying to get you to face. Do you see this the way I see it? Because for me to break it off of your children, I need you to see it. I need you to see it. I need you to what? 
See, if you don't know what they did wrong, how are you going to teach right? Just because you see something wrong doesn't mean that you have to, you have to change somebody's mind about their wrong. You're not, your responsibility is not to change people's minds about their wrong. Your responsibility is to make sure that you have your mind on understanding, on notice of what is wrong and right. Watch this. And how you use the God would teach them what is wrong and right. Somebody say forgiveness. I know it sounds like a boring topic. You know why it's boring? Because you keep thinking you know something you don't. You're going to keep doing that. I know. I'm, you're gonna, we're going to have the same. I'm telling many of you, I'm going to have the same conversation. Because you're wanting something in pride because of pain. But I'm going to help you because the principles to deal with that type of principality in you came from your pain. But God wants to heal that pain. God wants to heal that pain because what the devil does, he lies to you in pain so he can formulate your destiny. When he can lie to you in pain, he knows you're going to rebel. Like, like, like people think you're doing like y'all looking at all this others. That's just a fruit of something else. That's. This is why I get, I get frustrated with Christians. It's like, why did you see they were going to do that? When were they doing things in order? So why did you expect order out of somebody that's disordered? You know why you expect that? Because you still believe in the flesh. But I declare you're going to come out of the flesh in the name of Jesus. God, I got to train some more pastors because, you know, I'm just in a different time of my life right now. I, I want to train people ready. Who's ready? I, I, that inspiration thing, I got to get more pastors ready for that. I, I'm, I'm ready for the, 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 the soldiers to start marching. You got to get out of your pain. Let that be your warfare every day. Don't fight anything else. Look in the mirror and say, God, show me what is in me, not nobody else. Don't go to app nobody. Look in the mirror, in the mirror, in the mirror. What is working in me? It is not their choice. It's your choice. You got to choose to be offended. You got to choose to be defensive. A choice. They made me offended. They didn't. If they made you offended, watch this. They have power over you. The very thing you've been trying to defend, you just proved they have it over you. They can't make you anything. You have to choose. You have to what? The Bible says choose life. You have to what? Choose life. Don't allow the pain of your past to be the deficit that caused you to be stuck towards your future. Can you say amen? And if you and, 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 and you have to be the person, watch this, you have to be the temple to your own church that establishes the word for a generation. Abraham, Abram, watch this. I'm changing your name. He only changed his name when he came into covenant. <laughs> when you start agreeing with me, I'm going to change your name to Abraham, which means 
I need to change how your name is represented. How many of y'all ever had a name in high school, middle school, elementary? I was about to say, what's your name? Don't tell me your name. Don't tell me your name. The problem is, is you haven't got that name. That name represents something. That name represents a, 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 a something. I had a personality in high school. So I had a name. So you, how many ever got around your friends and they called you by that name? But how many of you didn't even realize you jumped in the deficit as soon as they called you that name? You walked in all spiritual and they called you that, that last name and you, oh, you know what? Oh, yeah, I am. As soon as they said it, you imagined something. And watch this. The warfare came because your imagination wasn't dealt with with the word. So you're actually still operating that name <laughs> when God is trying to change your name. Saints, I want you to understand something. God loves you. He does what? He loves you. And he wants the best. There's a hungering and a thirsting that we have to get to. I understand that most of the rebellion, the Bible says that the devil has blinded their minds. I know it's not you that wants to do wrong. Right now, what I'm talking to is those who know to do right. Okay? I'm not talking to those who are controlled by wrong. They're going to come as we go, as we do right. Those who are controlled by wrong, they're going to come as we do right. They're going to come. They're going to come. I don't make messages around that. I need to build you. I need to build you. I need to build you. To understand what you don't understand in pride. So you can learn to walk in the spirit and stop trying to be a religious something. And learn to carry the weight of deliverance and freedom within yourself. Because once you get it to it, once you deliver you, how many of you know it's now you can deliver others? Tell somebody I got to do self-deliverance. Self, self. You got to master self-deliverance. And self-deliverance is not always you rolling around and foaming out the mouth. It's just your mind being changed every day. It's your what? Are you getting your mind changed every day with the word of God? And as you get your mindset changed every day, watch this, and you start to form into the God being, God starts to grace you to deliver others. You learn to teach until we get to a place where we can stop arguing with devil. We're not there yet. I woke me up this morning and I was reminded of some things. I was reminded of some things. I was reminded of some things. But it energized me. Because it's easy to be, be bewitched to believe that we're not fighting in the spiritual world. And we start playing patty cake with church. 
we start making it about things that it's not about. And you forget that you died to this life. You forget that you died to this life. You forget that you died to this life. You forget that you died. You know, this is the problem right here. You forget that you what? You know why people have so much trouble? They haven't died to this life. And what we've been trying to do is get God to help our life. If you did not know that God is trying to get you out of it, he's trying to kill your life. You've died to this life. And your real life is hidden in Christ Jesus. It's the only way you're going to escape. He said to escape the lust of, that's in the world, you're going to have to learn how to be governed by your spirit, man. So if that's the only way, why would I make waste messages to you? See, this is the problem. My question is, let's think, why are we wasting messages with you if you only can escape by the spirit? Why give you a good story? If you can only escape by the spirit, why waste your time? Which means every message you got to start getting used to about spirit. We're going to talk about it until your spirit wake up. What? You're never going to escape. You can't escape the world that is in lust. You will never escape the lust until you learn how to exercise your spirit. The lie. Wrestle with the religious lies. Wrestle with them. Wrestle. 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 How, how is this supposed to be? Why are they not getting delivered? Why, why are you not wrestling? Do you love what God loves? Wrestle with it. Wrestle with it. Stand to your feet. It's time for you to wrestle with it. You got to fight for your right. Fight for your right. How many knows your right to be a son and daughter of God? You got to learn to fight for your rights. Fight for your word. No, this is your warfare. Stop fighting the wrong fight. Bind, no, no, you bind, bind, bind your mind. Bind your mind to think right. Don't bind nobody else. Don't curse. Don't lay hands on nobody. Lay hands on yourself. We think we want to control everybody else. Some of the most prideful people are always trying to go lay hands on everybody. Take your hands off of them. Did you obey God this week? You never obey, but you want to go lay hands on them. You're laying hands for obedience. Okay, let me teach this real quick. You're laying hands for obedience. Do y'all know that's why we lay hands? Okay. Oh, you didn't know that. All right, all right. Let me teach you something. Let me teach you something. No man can ever be God for you without obedience. So what you're feeling that's an extension, watch this, it's the spirit of obedience. The Bible says if you're willing and, 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 so the goal for even when you come to church and you feel the presence of God, let me ask you something. The blessing comes by default where there's obedience. I'm going to say that again. The blessing comes by what? When there is. So what you do when you lay hands on somebody, you're actually transferring obedience. <laughs> Which means you've given them 
a quickening of a yes that they didn't have. Okay? I just gave you my realm of prayer of yes. So what's your, your so you're thinking that because God is here that no 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. you I just you just borrowed my yes to get the God experience. That's okay. Let's prove it. Let's prove it. Why don't you keep that same yes when you go home? It wasn't your yes. It wasn't your yes. Are y'all kidding this? I know we haven't learned this type of stuff. It wasn't your yes. How many ever went to a conference? You just felt deep, the glory of God, and it carried about three days. After the fifth day, you were gone. You went back to your what? But it was a deep. You didn't know you was carrying that man yes. So there was a glory with his yes. <laughs> and that glory of yes was obedience. It was what? So for the first time, you went home. And when you wanted to say something, you didn't because you was obedient. Obedient, what you used to be. What? Why were you obedient? Because you was borrowing a realm that God was trying to introduce to you to start living. But when you have pride, you made it religious and you let it suck out a yes that you didn't have to pay for. <laughs> Which means this morning there's a yes that you can open up. There's a, I know, there's about five of you that's going to get this. There's a yes you can borrow to this morning. There's an obedience that you can borrow that you don't have to fight for. Uh, this obedience is a way to a blessing. And I'm, I'm trying to give you to, an advantage. How many of you know the extension principle is an advantage? You, you know when my apostle comes? I feel like I'm ready to cast out a demon quick. I don't even think about it. Come here. I, I don't want to touch somebody. Come here. Did I pray like that? No, I'm boring his. I'm boring his obedience. I was busy this weekend. I was setting it up for him. I ain't got time to pray like that. So I grab hold to his obedience. <laughs> I grab hold to his grace. Just through honor. And when I come in the house, I felt like it's as if I prayed five hours. Come here. Come, no, you come. Come, 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 come. You say, oh, you, oh, you, you, you didn't pray like you. you. No, no, I had to. I, I, I'm, I'm in, watch this, honor and obedience. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a shortcut. God is trying to shortcut you to your blessing. Moses was a shortcut. I know it's over a lot of y'all heads. That's all right. You don't get it. You don't get it one day. The spirit. The spirit. The spirit quickens. The spirit what? So when you get a quickening, you better go into it. You better what? The last time I possibly, you know, I had God gave me a vision, and it was if, like, in my heart, I saw myself bowing to God. So I took the quickening, and it gave me grace. See, when you learn spiritual things, 
you have to understand that the enemy knows spiritual things too. How many of y'all know witches fast? Warlocks fast. Why they're ahead of the game? Because we're on ground trying to get a spiritual blessing with a natural home. Your life is being set up with an agenda that the devil wants to kill you and steal from you and destroy you. Jesus said, I came that you might have life. I came that you might have life. This morning, the grace that we're about to pray on you is going to give you a level of obedience. When you get home, obey the word. Watch this. And you will start inhaling the blessing. I, it's not even guessing anymore. anymore. Y'all know I don't guess those things. Anybody that come here, I say, stay. This is why I say, stay close. You know I say, stay close? I know when you stay close, you're going to be blessed. I don't guess it. I know it. I don't guess. I know. Now, I say, stay close because once you start being blessed, it's going to prove what you came for. Now, if you came for food, you're going to get food. But don't leave when the food comes. Oh, yeah, I know. I tell people all the time, because you obeyed it, you coming because you're submitting to the process by default. Watch this. You're borrowing obedience. You're borrowing obedience until it becomes yours. There's an extension of obedience for the blessing. That's why even the Bible says if you're married, woman, you say, listen, you better be holy. Because I'm going to borrow your obedience for what your husband not doing. And save your children. Y'all got to understand the Bible. Didn't your Bible say that? Didn't it say that? He was saying one of y'all need to be holy. One, at least one that I can use as a, as, a, as a point of contact of obedience. So that your children. The curse don't touch your. Y'all got to hear it. Y'all got to know it. You got to know it. You got to know it. I need somebody that's holding their hand up. Somebody that's extending into the rain. Somebody that knows of me. My God, you're telling me that because of this, the blessing can be established. I'm going to share this last thing with you. Before you walk in the blessing, watch this. It's going to act like a curse. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because the devil is a liar. <laughs> it's, it, I'm laughing because it's going to look like a curse first. It's going to look like what? You know why? You know why? Because this. Uh, see, this th th there's a disruption will follow your intention to follow God. Disruption will follow your what? To do what? How many of y'all ever tried to do a dollar? Y'all know that first year thing you do? How much was you supposed to lose this year? Where you at on track? I'm not, it, 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 it ain't personal. You on track? Remember those muscles? I know I'm not there either. Remember how you saw yourself in the, you know, more than, I saw your paper, I saw your paper. I see it in the spirit, I see it in the spirit. You remember what you wrote down? You, you know why you didn't do it? Because disruption followed you. 
And because you didn't have enough to deal with the destruction, you lost your intent. Oh, God, you hear me. You keep losing the intentional way because you didn't understand the setup of the disruption. A, a change of diet, that's disruption. I'm used to chicken and, and catfish and potato salad. And are you telling me I'm going to cut this in the front of the year? With some vegetables and some some smoothies? That don't even fill me up. Oh no, that disruption. How many of y'all tried that? What happened? Watch this, watch this. The intention wasn't replaceable. Ask, ask someone who works out. Your intention wasn't strong enough. You had an ill-instructed intention. Mm. Are y'all tracking with me? <laughs> How many are ready to walk in the blessing? Okay, you see that agreement you just gave me? You ready? That's an intention. My question to you is, I know, that, see, you didn't go to a church that told you that. They told you it's going to be easy, smiling flowers. That is a lie. You know why? Because you've got to deal with all the disagreements of the lies that's been in you and been upon your family, family. You're about to go against them. You got to go against them. You got to break through the veil. You're going to wrestle through the night. Why did I think like this? How did this, what is going on? You're going to wrestle. You're going to rap. Why did I still choose that? But now you're thinking about it. Thank God. Tell somebody, thank God I'm thinking about it this time. At first you didn't even think, but you're wrestling now. That's good. We had, we had the first step. You wanted to do the diet? Oh, I want that chicken. I want that steak. Ah! How many of you went to the bathroom? You're like, God, I need to know. You're sweating. You're sweating. You're sweating. You're sweating. I know. And you think back because you don't want to go back to what you told God. Can I, can I help you out with something? Watch this. You even went all the way to get that thing. But I want to break that off this morning in the name of Jesus. I free you. Because of the knowledge. This morning, you want to be free. You want to be free. But even with your intention, you need the power of God to deal with the destruction that's about to come. How many of you know God didn't call you to fight? He called, he said, I'm going to fight for you. I am your strength. I'm your source. The weapons of our warfare, they're not cornered, but mighty where? They're mighty where? They're mighty where? So if you try to have intention without power, you're going to miss it. a strong man. I've got a picture, a magazine. I thought they were going to help me. I said, if I keep my eyes on this, if I keep my eyes on this, oh, the, I want the muscle. I'm going to push up. I put it right there in my face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because out of sight is out of mind. Out of what? It's out of put your sights on my, the reality of heaven every day. 
He say, set them, set them. Set your what? Set your mind, your sights on my reality every day so that if, if you take them off, out of sight is going to be out of mind. The reason why you don't think about me like that is you're never in my sight. You, you're not seeing me. You're not, see, you're not spending the time to make me your priority. And when you try to deliver a workout, you miss the picture. You miss the picture. You're missing the picture. Out of sight. God is calling. I'm really praying that you're not going into the next year. For the rest of this year, we're about to work. You are not going to keep going over in the cycle of a generational the interesting thing is you're already broken through in the spirit. I have to get you out of your flesh. You're still in it in your flesh. You're out of it in the spirit. You're, you're still there in your flesh. But I help you to get out of your flesh in that cycle. How you're handling everything. It's, it's cycle. It's circular. And the devil is micromanaging. He's trying to alter your destiny. The relationships you get in. The men you get with, they are an assignment. These are, you got to understand, is this an assignment of hell? Don't make it personal, saints. Stop making everything personal. I've sat down with people before things been, and I said, this is an assignment. Don't do it. And later on, many are still repenting and say, you showed me, you told me. And it's not about slapping nobody in the face, because I still walk with, I'm going to walk with you still. But I want you to, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm showing you God knows. Don't alter your destiny. Why? Don't alter it. Don't alter it. There is no man that you need to be loved by that's not the man of Jesus Christ. And as much as men mess up, women, you have a responsibility to know that you're getting with a mess up. So you're not without responsibility. And it's not personal. Nobody wants to be wrong. But you know they're good. Okay, but it's not about being, it's about, excuse me, it's not about wanting to be. How many of y'all know we all mean well? How many know people can change meaning well? So it's not about meaning well. I can mean well for the next 10 years. And when you get frustrated by meaning well, you know what you're going to start calling for? When are you going to? So stop trying to get rush things by meaning. You need to make sure it's doing. You need to make sure it's what? Let person cook. Let him cook. Let him learn conviction for God. Because if you get in that relationship and they don't know how to obey God, and you're trying to obey God, what you just ask yourself to do is obey something. It's not God. So it can't obtain the order. The taxi don't know where it's going right now. You need love. But the love you're looking for is in Christ. The love you're looking for is in Christ. The love you're looking for is in Christ. He loves you. Despite where you've been, where you've been through, he loves you. But I wasn't loved. That's okay. He said, where well, your father and your mother sent you, I will love you. I will take care of you. I will despise you. I am here for you. Whatever you've been through, I'm here for you. Lift your hands really quickly. 
God is trying to give you the love that you need that you never had. Don't you go into another arena, another lie. Don't believe the lie. Come on, Praying God, touch your children. Devil, you take your hands off of them. You cannot continue to believe the lie. You are not what things have said about you. You are not where you've been. You are not what you've been through. You are not where you're going through. You are not that. You have purpose and destiny within you. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. And I pray that you're not going to allow the deficit to make you go quickly wrong. Your weapons work in Christ Jesus. Your weapons work in Christ Jesus. Your weapons will work in Christ Jesus. They work in Christ. They work in Christ. Don't trust. This is about your destiny. This is about your children. This is about the your, This is about what God is going to do for you. The devil knows how to make you live with the lie. But his goal is to kill, steal, and destroy you. His goal is to kill, steal, and destroy you. Father, I pray right now over your son and daughter that you heal the brokenhearted. Heal the brokenhearted. Heal the brokenhearted. Recover sight to the blind. Help them, God. Help them, make them whole. Help them, make them walk upright. Every hurt and every pain, generationally. Come on, every addiction. Lust is a lie. Say that with me. Lust is a lie. You are not what you've done. Lust is a lie. Say that with me. Lust is a lie. You are not what you do. You are not what you do. If you do what you don't want to do. God, the Bible said, Paul said, if I do it, there's a law in my members. It's a lie because you don't like it. It's a lie. It's a lie. If it wasn't a lie, you wouldn't be trying to get out of it. So it's lying. It's lying. But I break the whole of the lie. Because of you, your feeling of abandonment. I break the hold of a lie because of self-inflicted wounds. We break it off of you today. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that your love overtake your people right now. Help them to know you. Help them to see you. Help them to be fulfilled by you. You're our first love. You're our first love. give you praise. We give you praise. I want you to open up your mouth and I want you to ask God to take that away from you. If you have pain in your heart, take it, ask him, ask him, say, God, take this away from me. If I haven't forgiven, ask him, say, God, forgive me. Just take this away from me. I, I don't like this. Come on, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so lustful because of my past. I, I'm doing this wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm obeying wrong because I've done wrong. But it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Help me. Help me. Help me not submit to the lie. I want to know you. 
I want to know you. I want to see you. I want to know you. We give you praise. 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 Choose life. Choose life. Choose life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, choose life. Choose life. Learn to receive God. Come on, this morning we pray your, your receptors are open. You can't give what you haven't received. You can't give what you haven't received. Learn to receive. Father, I extend my hand of obedience, of grace to them that they may receive you. We thank you. We praise you. Everybody repeat after me, Father God. This morning, I come to you knowing that I'm in need, knowing that I'm in want. You are my source. You're my strength. You're my savior. You're my father. I lift my hands and I give it to you. Everything that I am, everything that I think, everything that I hope to be, I put it to you. I need you. Help me to get out of pride, trusting in myself. I'm nothing without you. I'm nothing without you. The devil is a liar, and he's trying to kill me. He's trying to harm me, but you have saved me. You have graced me. You have anointed me with oil. Today, I pray I'm free. I'm free, and I let go, and I take on my sonship and daughtership. Today, I am what you said I am. I am what you said I am in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a shout of praise. I want you to listen to me really quickly. We're in a season of honor. We're in a season of honor. My heart is to help believers. As the world gets more into things, there's a demonic technology that's bewitching people's lives. And the danger is, is to keep getting excited and to exciting your flesh so you can feel good, but you continue to work out the lie. So, I have to teach you. I have to what? We don't teach you. You're going to keep being excited in a broken place. You're going to shout, but you're in a broken, so you're not breaking through. I want to teach you how to learn to get excited about the goodness of God in you. Not only because you just come from a problem, 
time out for the church only getting excited because you just came out of a problem. We get tired of that. You're only as excited as you come out of your disobedience. But how many of you know there's an obedience and reverence of the blessing? What that means is when you hit the yoke of God, you might be good in you, but according to the measure of what God has given you, I still need his grace. When God showed me, hey, remember I used to show you these areas. I still show you, but I, I want to bring it stronger. Because there are more assignments of hell that I need you to curse off. Because you know that there's nothing done under the sun that's not planned. And the enemy has a plan to destroy. But I need you in the spirit so you can identify the plan. And you can divert it. And put a blessing on your children. And when you put a blessing on them, it's going to hold for generations. What's actually holding? Watch it, watch this. What's actually holding? It's the technology of the information that you held on to. It's the what? Yeah, it's the technology of the information that you want. So now when you train your children, they're going to train their children too. So you're not on the shelf. See, shelf ministry is causing those children who are saved to be so rebellious in the heart. See, the problem is we keep thinking they're going to go to heaven automatically. That's a lie. You better go get your children. See, we're not having the right conversation. It's a, do you know the technology of this world? You'll divert them. Many of them coming out. How do you come out of how do you come out of what you call church? The Bible said if it was possible. It was saying that it's, it's saying it's not possible, but if it was. So it shows that whatever they got, it was strong. It's not strong enough. The reinforcement of the technology of this world They feel like they're not nothing unless they choose their way. And when the rubber meets the road and it's time to make choices, you're going to be so in need that you feel like you're having a How many know we are not in the same world? How many know? How many know? I'm not being a, uh, what do they call them? Uh, 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 uh. People are always guessing what's going on. We're not guessing. Conspiracy theorists. How many know your money is starting to not matter? They're preparing you. They can put their chips in you. Question. When you ain't got nothing to eat, what you gonna do? If you're so in need, you never learn. Always getting, never learn. And then I knew that I love Jesus. No, 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 no. That, that, who, those who lack. So you keep thinking I'm preparing you for your salvation. Not only today, I'm teaching you for a generation. So you can learn to make it and have a back home. Can you say, man? Come on, give God a hand clap. <laughs>